good evening everyone glad you guys could join us on this beautiful sunday night and tonight um we will be discussing power book two ghosts season three man these times these seasons be flying episode one and look who's on screen everyone uh we're here with grace by his beautiful presence brother Dwayne. uh hopefully keisha join us what's up wayne what's going on man hey uh Hello, y'all. If I, if, I, if y'all out there, you know, I ain't been on the scene since February, but uh, it's review show time. I'm taking <laughs> a step away from the March Madness to, to get this review done. I'm excited to be here, and uh, hopefully Keisha joins us. But if not, we hope everybody in the chat joins us, and we have a good conversation. Wayne, uh, I... <laughs> I'm going to just say one thing I'm going to say about this episode is before we even get into it, I liked it. I liked it from the perspective of it really, to me, was a very good episode for the first episode. It was detailed. It, In my opinion, out of all the shows that we've done, this is the first time that I can actually say I seen all the storylines in the first episode. So, they set the table really, really well. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, and I will tell you, man, I was a little disappointed, which I did tell you about one thing. I, I'm, I'm upset that it's still an investigation going on. We knew that at the end of last season, but I kind of think that they need to develop the characters a little bit more because even with the, uh, the present power, when power was out, it was investigation going on, but Ghost, because he was Ghost, was not the target of what was going on. You, we clearly know for the first two seasons of this, Tariq has been the target. Now we know again, Tariq and the Tejadas will be the target. So I'm just getting tired of it away. I, I want them to go into different development of these characters, which I think the characters, um, I think it's something there with these characters. Except sex. I'm tired of sex. He stirs no purpose. He's the can't get right comic relief white guy on the show. They got to keep him around, though. And you know deep down inside, Wayne, that because his hand is in the middle of something, sex is going to fuck it up at the end. Yeah, and that's why they keep him around. You know, he's there for that comic relief, so to speak. Um I thought it got off to a very good start. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, you can nitpick about certain things. Like, again, we we overanalyze stuff because we do these review shows. But you see that they changed Theo Rollins. It ain't it ain't Redman anymore. They got a new character because mm-hmm. uh, well, not a new character. They got a new actor to play the character because you can see the mugshot was different. And when he did the flashback scene. Showing them in jail, they made sure you just saw the back of the head this yeah. time. You ain't you ain't see the face. Um thought that was really good. Um the Wall Street angle of it, you know, being a guy that 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 knows that world um and, and, and worked around that world and in that world for a lot of years. I like that angle of it. Um very realistic if that becomes their target audience for the you know, for the for the for the weight they got, um, and they got enough of that, right? Yeah, a lot. 
again, being nitpicky, they show you the ring to start it. You know, it was sold at the auction house for about $5.5 million. But sometimes they don't think we pay attention, folks. Mm -hmm. They don't think we're smart enough. That ring wasn't for this new lady. Was that it for ring, Noma? No, that, it wasn't for Noma. It's for, for Monet. That's who Mecca bought that ring for. That's he the reason it. he was back in the city. So where they pulled that out from, I don't know. You know, um, I'm interested to see, you know, Blanca and Jenny Sullivan going to work together. But once Blanca finds out that Sax is the inside man for Jenny Sullivan, she's going to be like, you serious? It's Sax? over. It's over. For those, that, for those that follow us, if you remember, uh, Blanca lost her job with NYPD because Sax messed up the investigation. So now Blanca is DA agent. So basically their case um, is basically tainted from the door. Jenny talking about she has a CI in the inside. Uh, Sax is not really in the inside. Sax is is just working for Davis, and he's risking his law license by spying on his partner, or even doing something to bring down a client. So Jenny Sullivan has already lied to Blanca already, and she still never told Blanca like, "Look, uh, Lauren is alive," which we've seen at the end. Which to me. I don't mind Lauren being alive. I'm glad she's still in the show, but I was surprised they brought it back so quick. I thought they would wait a season or two to bring her back, but they brought her back the first episode of season three. And I just, I wasn't super shocked, but I'm just surprised that they even threw that twist in so early. <clears throat> I'm surprised they did it so early in this season. I think they could have waited mid season, you know, something like that. Cause you know, they always do that one then they take their break, then they come back. I think she could have been a cliffhanger on that break, the mid-season break. But she's back. It's going to be interesting to see how that works. It's just a coincidence that Diana and Brayden's sister in the same dorm room. Yeah, that's to me, to me, that's um it goes back to <clears throat> a little bit of lazy writing. Uh, the coincidence and just not a coincidence. Why would you put them together now? We already know what's going to happen because Braden's sister is more like Braden than he than she is like his brother. Mm -hmm. I I really appreciate, like you said, the um the Wall Street angle and the Western family angle because for the audience that they're trying to tap into, you start to see how um people with money, people with power, um think how they move, how they how they conduct themselves. I think it's going to be interesting with Brandon and the, the black girl, the assistant in the office, because you can already tell Braden likes black black girls. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was funny that they would bring his uncle Lucas in, because you would have thought the wild uncle would have been around with Braden and his brother on that campus. Like, look, this is a family tradition. I'm a little wild, y'all wild, y'all take after me because, like he said, my brother's a tight ass. Mm -hmm. um, I think one one character that I just don't think he serves a purpose is uh Tahada. He 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 I'm, I he doesn't serve a purpose and and the way that Monet's talking to him right now like he's just missing. Let's do like, even let's even let's in the show when I watched it the second time he says I can't stay in that penthouse mo like 
Yeah, he's like, I can't stay in that man's house. But here's the thing, like, Mecca was calling major shots from jail. Now he home, and he's scared to make moves because of Monet. And you're not going to be talking to me like that. Just saying, man, I got his son beat down mm -hmm. from jail. Like, and I know somebody could say, well, you know, he trying to tread lightly because he killed her son. I get all that. But this dude walking around with a Johnson on his neck. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Literally, 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 literally everybody's saying the tattoo's an hourglass or a bullet. But it, it doesn't look like it looked like the male the male sex part. It doesn't. It looks crazy, and like you said, he shows so much of this authority of the head of the family, and now he's just he's a mere mortal. The only one that gives him respect is Diana, and we already know that Diana's going to deal with the um, teacher's assistant. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny during the memorial. She told old boy like, you know, if you're going to sit here, you got to have better game than that. Like his his lines, his pickup lines was dry. But then her she family just died, and he, her family just died. She smiled at about the end. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you can see she's well, always wanted to be a part of what's going on and, and get some attention. So that's good for Diana. So you you could kind of see that her and the um the teacher assistant and the Western girl she'll have a purpose in, as they say, Stansfield, which which is an interesting school because they brought your girl along eh? as another teach as another professor. Yeah, I'm big Keisha Sharp fan. I think she's a good addition as an actress to the series. Um, interested to see what her history is with uh, Richard. Uh, that'll be Richard was just a ladies' man. Everybody knew Richard, Joe. <laughs> he had to like his love, Joe. Right? <laughs> yeah, he had to like. But you know, I really like the pace of it. I like everybody. Know I'm a big Kane Tahada fan. I don't like the whole him. Having a thing for Effie, knowing that Effie is Tariq's girl. What do you call? What do you call Tariq? He called he Tariq called, uh, the the original Urkel. The original. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. When I when it when he said it, I caught it. He said he did what you were supposed to do. The original Urkel. The did original it. Urkel. Um, I I find it funny <clears> that, <throat> that whole dynamic with Braden, uh, Kane, and Tariq is because. When Noma had them in the room, it was like they was all synchronized with their answers, and they all were trying to be something. And, and, and it's crazy. Kane's angle is he wants to take over the whole city. Braden just wants to be a part of something that he's original was. Tariq just wanted to save himself. Mm -hmm. You see, you and if you know Tariq's character, Tariq really never wanted to. And we, me and you discussed it earlier. Tariq never wanted to be a drug dealer. Yeah, so, but this three, this three bodies, right? He got three on him now. Yeah, three, four, four, including his father. Four, including his father, right? Because yeah. he had the dude in the in the in the um Jabari, Jabari. He had this dude that he he murked, yeah. and then there's somebody else, right? At Bash. the pool. Yeah, at the pool. But I didn't understand why Bash wanted to um why Bash thought he was gonna extort him. I just think they just wanted to write his character. Yeah, they have to get him out of there. Yeah, he ain't with he ain't with Simon no more. So just he he don't serve a purpose. Um yo, they dusted off little Mo, man. How about that? Well, you know, I I, I must admit, little little Mo, I was surprised, yo. Little Mo, little Mo did her thing. And, and, 
I had my head down when I was first watching it. So I hear him introduce little Mo as the family friend. And I hear him singing. I was like, man, her voice still there, man. Okay, we got a couple comments. Supporting gamers, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Hold on, people. SJ Smith, five. He killed one of Mecca's soldiers in the That's season. right. That's right. You're right. Stand corrected. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for your support. Supporting gamers said, my favorite moment this episode was Noma meeting the, the treat Braden and Kane. Also, when Braden and Kane helped. Tariq clean up the batch body, reminded me of the old trio from Power. Supporting game. Glad you brought that up. Bingo. That was something that Dwayne, Keisha, and myself, we battle with. When we do these shows, we kind of follow these. Um, we follow Courtney and follow 50 on social media. And they always try to say that this has nothing to do with the original show. But the similarities are too close. And that scene when they first, and even Effie walked into the warehouse, it was very symbolic of what we all expected eventually would have happened with Tommy, Ghost, and Kanan. But it's interesting. I think that Tariq's character, and I was uh, sharing it with Dwayne for you guys in the chat, I don't think Tariq has a connection to the show. And what I mean by that is Tariq is the major part of the show, but when y'all think about it, who is Tariq really connected with? Even when he having an issue with his room and his schedule, when he went to the dean, he said, I have nowhere to go. So I, I that's my biggest thing about the show is we have to get Tariq connected to somebody in his family. I mean, we all know the situation with his mother, but I think they should have brought his father's uncle, Gal Fulman, who played their uncle Gabe, back and Tariq discovered his family in the hometown of, of Queens where they grew up at. Yeah, Kane, Kane trying to flirt with Effie. I think that's a little yeah. corny because I think that um, Kane continuously, what's amazing about Kane is he don't respect Tariq, but Tariq basically told him, like, look, I killed my pops, dude. When, when, he, tried, when he told him you're going to have to kill your father, he killed his pops. So, What's interesting is why Kane continuously, as we would say, he he's little boying Tariq and Brayden, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, he respects them because they really about the shits. They ain't about it like Kane is, but they be about the shit. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Dwayne, what you think about Noma though? Did you, what, did you like her angle coming in the show, or you thought it was a little? The fiance angle threw you off. It, the connect. I didn't like the, the fiance angle. That's another thing. They stopped saying distro. They said connect during this episode, which yeah, was but they said distro too. Oh. They did say it in there. They did. Yeah, well, Kane kept trying to talk to Effie. He said, we got a new connect. And was, yeah. I was shocked that they used that word <clears throat> because they usually don't use it. I'm, inter- I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where David's character goes. I think Meth is doing a really good job with it. So I'm I'm curious to see how that goes. Again, we try not to compare, but it's very hard to. He's he's Tariq's Proctor, man. He's where Proctor was the ghost. So you got Davis, and they're trying to explore more his brother with the illness and him trying to get his brother out now, and that's an angle we're going to have, you know, further on down. I just – I don't see Sachs – purpose. I don't see the purpose of Sax anymore. I know he's a character that's been with the show since the beginning, but I, I just don't 
I mean, what what they used to call them? I can't uh, think of the female name they used to call them. Karen. It was something. I, was I can't even remember what they used to call them. But um, yeah, you know, old girl ain't trying to give them none. He like, yo, we ain't do this in a long time. She talking about give some evidence. Yeah, you write supporting game. Oh yeah, Jane for sure. Mentor for Brady. One one of the things that I'll do, I I I really like the Davis McLean angle. I think Method, I think Method is killing it as an actor on yeah. the show. I think Method has really taken a um, honed in his craft. Mm -hmm. I know that we've seen Method in movies and we've seen him in a bunch of shows, but now I really think that um, he he has really shown his versatility as an actor. I think he's doing a tremendous job. One yeah, of the things right. I thought was kind of cheesy was the whole, the Fez season Dante's asses except the penthouse. Then you got Detec Detective Wickman looking at the penthouse. I thought that was a little cheesy because at the end of the day, even if Ezekiel Cross, as they say, Ezekiel Cross was killed getting on Mecca's plane. So they should know that Ezekiel Cross has a connection with Mecca. Mm -hmm. So they should expect it, Monet, who was his aunt to them, be able to, you know, have the assets. And I thought it was interesting. That, uh, we're just going to give her the penthouse. Uh, how did you feel about the whole penthouse scene? Um, why? why how did Noma's people get in the penthouse and they knew the cop was watching it? Yeah, I, yeah I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, it's very cane like to throw a big bash his first night in the townhouse. You saw he how, how, he got that pen how out excited there. he was when she said they was getting the townhouse. So they got my man from from fresh and from the wood and everything in there. You know, he's a, he used to run with Lorenzo. Yeah, supporting game and said it, what he said is correct. Kane did something smart this episode by telling Braden and Tariq to go through the back door of the house because Whitman was watching. Yeah, that's unlike Kane, right? Yeah, can so but he still had a party there. That still had like, a party there, you know. And and, 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 and and the young man that played um, I forget the character, but his name is in real life. The young man, he said he looked around at Kane and said, "I don't see no other connection here." I don't see no other connection. <laughs> then he made sure it was like you know your fine ass mother. You yeah. know, he put that. He said, "I don't know Lorenzo nothing either." And, like, so this is my thing, like. Lorenzo is back, right? He's supposed to be the man. Like, this dude just ain't even deferring to Lorenzo. He was like, yo, I don't know him. I don't know him nothing. Now, I don't know if that's realistic, right? You know, this is the man that was calling the shots. Now he home and you just defiant. Like, you ain't even trying to hook his sons up. You wanting the money up front and 60%. You know what I mean? So now we're not going to see him anymore because... It ain't work. Yeah, it's 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 like what what is the purpose? Um, supporting games here, fresh made into power universe. He the new boss as right. Esteban. One thing that I thought was crazy. What is the purpose of Everett? Yeah, just I'm to be man. just to be Drew's boy toy. Like the man's, the, the man's at the paper mill playhouse in Melbourne. Like, come on, man, I'm tired <laughs> of Everett, man. Yeah, it's like it's it's like I, I respect. What they're trying to do with the angle, but it's like he serves no papers. Even Drew, you see Drew be about it, but Drew, the character doesn't. It, it they're just there. Um, they're filler. It's it's to the point where you think Drew's character is like a filler, 
because he's never really part of the action. He don't want to be. He don't really want to be be doing nothing with the family. You're a supporting game, and you're right. Drew is useless all season except when he killed Lil Guap. Yeah, yeah, and even that was crazy. Like you know. So what about the crazy thing with Lorenzo talking about he making calls and how he got Diana in Stansfield? Yeah. When when Lorenzo been a shot caller? What kind of a call he is he gonna make to get in the stand? He said it's gonna be tight because he paid for you know room and board and he paid for tuition, man. So he said he got a she got a hustle to get the rest. She got a hustle. He told her too. Not the hustle. <laughs> Not the hustle, girl. And, and we don't I, I, know what that be. I thought about um one thing we had me and you had discussed on Friday about the Mary J. Blige angle and her being so angry. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, Wayne. After watching it the second time, she can't play that role too long. Like at the end of the day, Mary set a bunch of this stuff in motion herself. Um, she's the boss. She wanted to be in charge. She she came up with this grand scheme to kill Mecca, um, and it backfired because her husband didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. and he thought he was killing Dante, and he wound up shooting Mecca in the back. Which he seems so guilty every time they say something about catch a Zeke killer, they do a quick camera shot to him and he'd be looking like a lost puppy. He out here looking like OJ. Then OJ says he's <laughs> gonna find the killers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna help find like the killer. OJ. What if I would have did it? That's what he's gonna come out with next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know, and where they got Lauren held up at. Yeah, I, I It was an it was an illegal wiretap. Lauren didn't realize what she was doing. They told her to run. They, they, Effie pushed her in the car. See that that whole part. They might have to wait a couple episodes to tell us what happened. Show us some flashbacks. But I thought that was interesting. Supporting Gaming said everyone comparing Drew to Lulu, but even Lulu did more than that. Nah, he's not Lulu. Support oh, game said, "What if one day when she finds she finds out Lorenzo kills Zeke, you know what she's gonna do? Somebody's gotta die um, from that family. It's probably gonna be Lorenzo or Drew. You can see it coming. Of course, um, the new connect. Let's see who gets close to the new connect. You, you like support gamer said the new connect Noma. She said it'll be worth their while if she tells them who killed Mecca." I don't know if it's going to be Lorenzo Tejada that that they tell on. I think Lorenzo Tejada winds up getting killed this season. Him, I really do think it's going to be him. But I um, I don't think nobody's going to say he did it because it's going to be hard to prove that he did it. Right. Um, I do think it's going to be interesting that Blanca, if you know what she said to Jenny, she said to what well, Tariq St. Patrick was in the penthouse. Well, if you knew Tariq was in the penthouse, why you didn't know Monet was in the penthouse? Mm-hmm. So I find that interesting that she said, I'm sitting on it. You know, so, you know, it's just amazing where they're where they going with it. So I thought, like I said earlier, the storylines and they set up the template was real good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really good, man. I'm looking forward to the next episode and uh, keeping it up. So, I'm Dwayne, glad- I know we talked about this Um in, in season one, we still don't know who the heck Effie's family is. 
Like they never gave us no background on Effie's character, where she come from. Yeah, I always wow, thought man. that's the angle that they could have, they could have really pursued. They just never pursued. Yeah, no, I I don't think we will know. You know, it's just it's Henrique now, man. You know, he even said she held him down because you know Braden had his family on lockdown and stuff. I'm interested in the Wall Street angle and seeing what they're doing with these these younger associates that are a part of the firm. And, you know, Brayden, you already know Brayden. They, they, they was definitely doing their thing with that nose, Candy. And then, you know, Brayden going to have his thing for the for the young lady there, Kiki. I have his thing for her. You know, I, so. I did get a kick, and I wrote it down right here in my notes. I did get a kick off the teacher assistant. assistant. His name is Salim Ashe Freeman. <laughs> Come on with the name, y'all. Yeah. I think that was a little interesting. SJ Smith said they're supposed to be showing Effie's backstory this season. Well, hopefully they do because I think Effie's backstory tells a lot. Um, one thing, one thing, SJ Smith, I don't know how long you've been watching us, and like I said, appreciate your support. One thing, Dwayne, myself, and Keisha, who's our other co-host of the show, we always talk about is it's amazing how none of these people really understand or talk about who Tariq's father was mm-hmm. because he was, he would have been the Lieutenant governor had he had Tariq not killed him. So everybody always acts like, you know, now on campus, when he says Tariq St. Patrick, everybody gets the double look. But before that, nobody be like, Oh, that that's. Yeah. My that's thing crazy. is just that Monet and Lorenzo and them don't, don't know who Ghost is that. You know, that, I never understood that, but that's neither here nor there, man. I think it's off to a very good start. I think if I had to give the first episode a rating, uh, I would. Supporting gaming, you just threw me for a loop right there. He said, Effie's backstory is that she actually 45 years old, dating a teenage drug dealer. You see that body? That body is like a 14-year-old boy. What are you talking about, supporting gaming? <laughs> that's you can't... Yeah, I ain't going there. But yeah, so if I had to give it that if I had to give it first episode of rating, I'd give it a solid seven. Oh yeah, for those in the chat, we what we do is we rate the episode uh scale to one to ten, one being the lowest, ten being the highest. Dwayne gave it a seven. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it an eight, man. I, I really yeah, I thought episode. it was really good. Like I ain't trying to go too high. We criticized, we criticized, for those that don't know, we criticize and we're very, very hard on these shows. Right now, it is just some really, really bad TV on right now. Network TV is really struggling with good, good stories um, outside of being a politically motivated, agenda-driven show. You really don't know what's good on TV. So Power definitely needed to come back with a bang. Mm-hmm. And it did knock it out the park, but it was a very, very good first episode. Um, supporting gaming said he's giving it an eight as well, Dwayne. Okay, yeah, that's solid. I can see an eight. I really can. I think they set themselves up for a good season, man. And one I thing, one thing you said to me, Dwayne, before the episode even started, before I seen it, you said to me it didn't bore me. So right. I said, okay, let me see what he's talking about. The episode kept you. Sometimes during the episode, you go through like a 10-minute dry period. Mm-hmm. 
Nah, this episode kept you the, the, the very, very well put together episode. Brady need to catch his first body at some point. Yes. He do. Yes. Yes. You know, one thing about Braden that's interesting, and I and I really like the the authenticity of his character. Because when he said that to his uncle, that it was not about the money, it was something that he really wanted to do. Um, if you know people that are well off that do certain things, that's really how they feel. It's the yeah. action. It has Listen, nothing to do I, with the financial benefit. I think one of the best things about this first episode and something that we can look forward to is the Braden Tariq Kane dynamic. And they're so good on camera together. Like when they do scenes together, the three of them, when they do scenes together, it's really, really good. And you could tell that Michael Randy Jr. And I can't remember the other Braden's real, real name. Giovanni. Um, yeah. Giovanni. You could tell that they, they boys. Yeah, they do that podcast together. You you could tell, like they got a, they have a very very good natural chemistry. Yeah, you could see it. So, hey man, I'm excited for it, man. I think we off to a good start. I know we ain't got Keisha with us tonight, but she'll she'll definitely be back with us soon. And you know we ain't got to belabor the point. We ain't got beat y'all over the head. You know, solid half an hour. But hey, if y'all got more in the chat, give it to us. Uh yeah, supporting game said for Kane. I can't see him lasting too long. I can only see him in prison, jail, or on the run. Well, to me, they had the opportunity to send Kane to jail when he killed the cop. Um, I I like Kane's character. Kane has grew on me because I thought he was a greaseball after no, season I, one. Shoot, I love Dwayne. Dwayne liked him because actually Dwayne liked him because he uh he from his other roles, but. I, I really think he has came into his own. He's basically he he found a niche. You you know that he's going to uh, be about the life. He wants to be on excuse me on the scene, a part of the game, right in the mix of it. Um, I, one thing I don't I thought was interesting. You don't see a bunch of girls around him no more. He's he's trying to get at Effie. So mm -hmm. that dynamic is because because we all know that um even for seeing it once. Tariq finds out that Effie and Brayden has something to do with Lauren allegedly dying. We don't know how Tariq is going to respond from that. Um, so that should be interesting with the whole dynamic. But like Dwayne said, we ain't going to keep y'all long. You know, this is going to be our new time when we do the review show. Yeah, because Power drops on Friday. Oh, and I noticed that a lot, of, a lot of other people that do great reviews, they do their review show Friday Right after the episode dropped. I'm not going to do that because I don't think spoilers. Nah, you want people to be able to watch it. You know what I mean? If you ain't watch it by now, then anything we say owes well. Oh, yeah. well. You know? Yeah, the nicknames that can be given Braden are always have fun. How you dying. You know, one of the things about that is you can expect some seriousness with the Kane, Braden, Tariq dynamic, but then you can expect some real uh, funny stuff. Somebody mm -hmm. from Facebook said Braden character was not created in the image of Tommy. He is totally different. Him and Tariq have a different loyalty and friendship versus Ghost and Tommy really like Bray. Well, I agree with you that they're not supposed to be exactly alike, but but you could see the dissimilarities when it comes to the loyalty. Um, 
their loyalty. I do believe that Tariq, Tariq really looks at Braden as a friend, definitely after Braden said that he started course correct. Um, go ahead, Dwayne. All right, well, I'm just going to say this, right? Braden is not a killer, right? But he can throw hands. <laughs> he can throw hands. <laughs> he can't throw hands. <laughs> Tariq will shoot your ass. He can't throw hands, though. Braden will throw hands. And as far as it's a little bit different because Braden came into Tariq's life later than the Tommy came into Jamie's life. They they basically grew up together. So, of course, their unit is going to be a little bit stronger. But Braden, he hold Tariq down, man. He was he willing to risk it all for Tariq. You know, the family name and all that. So, I mean, I like their relationship. I, th I think it's decent. But you can see the angle they're going with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I, I, you know, Braden, Braden and Tariq, uh, you can't break them up. Hmm. I mean, their, their relationship is so unique. You could see, just unfortunately, what we we see because we were all big power fans is we see the bond that they they have and how it can grow and continue to grow as these characters grow. And we don't know how long this is going to last. We, you know, they may come to an abrupt end, or they, they may go till they get older. We, we yeah. don't know. And let's um, be honest, man. Braden's been loyal to Tariq. Has Tariq always been loyal to Braden? Mm. He always sometimes a question Braden, like you know. And even and even if you remember right. season supporting two, game, supporting one, game. One of right. the things about season two Support that we is season two. A lot came out about Tariq because Tariq has been very, very honest up until season two made him be honest. He basically told everybody, I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to do. I just want to get my trust fund and get my family back. That has been his focus. So, like I said, Tariq has no connection now. They can't keep bringing the lawyer Tamika back. They can't keep bringing the Tory Norton in. Guest appearances, she and Whitsack, she got to see her baby. That has to end. They need to bring the only way that they need to bring a different character from Ghost's past, from Ghost's family to, to get to come around to Tariq because Tariq has nobody. Well, I'm gonna go back to what I said to you guys when Power Book 2 first started the symbolic scene at the cemetery. He said goodbye to one family and hello to another. He buried that part of his life. Now, believe it or not, he may not be calling him quote-unquote his family, but his family is the Tejadas. It's, it's, it's funny because Tariq, from a female standpoint, he's close with Monet and he's close with Davis. But even he said to Davis, he said, don't think I told her about that ring because that's my leverage <laughs> Now listen, I think Monet is understanding. Like, yo, I got to have leverage on. People. I think Monet feel like she could trust Tariq more than anybody because he's been solid with her. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tariq. I want to be out the game. Braden, nah, don't leave. The drug game is the only thing I'm good at. Oh well, I'll just sell with Kane then. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 that's where 
the similarities going back to when Ghost was trying to leave and Tommy was like, no, you can't. That's what it is. It's, it's, and, 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 and we got to look at it. It's a play on race, the black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why we, we, we look at it. Yeah, Monet does like Tariq. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys, um, we're going to close this out. Appreciate you guys. Really, really good episode. Um, Thank like, you for like, the chat, man. You guys were very interactive and helped us through it. And uh, don't worry, man. Keisha will be back. Like Dwayne said, he gave it a seven. I gave it an eight. Support and gave it support and gaming gave it an eight as well. Remember, like, share, subscribe, and we will see you guys next Sunday. Every Sunday from here on out at nine p.m. Eastern. So with that, y'all take care. Have, Have a good one. Day. All right.